Shalom Abrachor up to Mesechas Gitanaf Ayin. Today's after discusses a few more ideas on health in general, besides for illnesses, that one should eat only two thirds of his stomach's capacity, uh, different health benefits of wine, of bad wine, um, health regarding Tashmish. Health regarding bloodletting, standing up too fast, eight things that are mostly bad but can be good. Then we jump back into Sugis of Gittin. If someone makes a Shliach to deliver again and then goes insane, at what point do we continue se- sending his get? We discuss if someone gestures to deliver a get while he is dying and how we know whether a mute has the das. How do we test him to know that he really wants to be giving a get? We'll begin with a few other illnesses and the cures that the Gemara offers. If someone suffers from hemorrhoids, they should bring these herbs, Akika, Ilva, Aspircha, Martecha, Chumrasa, Depiloin, Shiafa of Chamimta, uh, Wrap them all in some flax in the summer or in cotton in the winter. If that's not available, he should drink diluted beer. If someone suffers from thigh pains, they should bring a, a pasia, a cleave full of, full of mini fish, and roll it 60 times above and below the thigh that's aching. If someone suffers from kidney stones, they should bring three drops of oil from tar, three drops from a leek, three drops of clear wine, and put it where he urinates. If not, they should bring a handle of a jug and hang it on their body part. If that's not available, they should bring a Thread sewn by a woman who is chashud, chashuda, and tie it on the person. Hang it from the person who is suffering from the kidney stone. If that's not available, they should bring a male and female louse and hang it on them. When he passes the stone, he should do so uh, urinating on a thorn bush, a dry thorn bush in the shade and find that stone because that can be used for other healing remedies. If someone suffers from an external fever, they should bring three cups of uh, date pits, three cups of an ajra leaf, cook them up separately, put a barrel in between two barrels then bring a table and put a board on top and he should go from one side to the other until he absorbs the aroma then he should bathe in it when he drinks the adra water he should also drink the uh, he should not drink rather from the date pit water because that can cause infertility if someone suffers from an in, uh, from an a an internal fever rather, 
They should bring seven fistfuls of beets, seven of different areas where they're planted with the dirt that they were planted in. He should eat those and drink an Andre leaf in beer. Or alternatively, he can get vines, grape vines hung on a palm tree for a cure. If someone suffers from chazaziza, a skin issue, they should bring seven wheat kernels, burn it on a new shovel, and then take the uh, sap, the stickiness that comes out of there, and smear it on the skin. Efsimi Barashi did this for a non-Juanovike Chavim to heal him from Tsaras. Next, Shmuel tells us, someone who is impaled with a spear of the Persians, he cannot survive that. But nevertheless, they should still feed him some fatty meat cooked on coals with undiluted wine because that might let him live a little longer so that he can set up the affairs in his home. Rav Idibar Ovin says that if someone swallows a hornet, he can't survive that. But nevertheless, they should still give him a revius of strong vinegar because that can help him uh, prolong the, the death and live a little extra long, uh, a little longer to set up his affairs. Actually, Yeshua Malevi tells us if someone eats uh, the meat of an ox with a turnip and sleeps in moonlight on the night of the 14th or 15th in Tammuz, the illness of Achilu will take over him. In Abraisa, we learn that anyone who fills up his stomach overeats will also be struck with Achilu. Papa says, even if he's eating healthy foods, even if he's eating dates, the government says, what's the Chiddush of dates? No, because I might think that Amar uh, Mar, that dates are incredible. They satisfy, they keep someone warm, they can loosen one's bowels, they give him strength, they're not addictive even though they're so sweet. I might think that that, you can have as much as you want. No, Kamash Malon, that even that should not be overeaten. What is the sickness of Achilu? Sherbalazar says it's the uh, fire in one's bones. What does that mean? Abai says, caused by heat. What's the cure for it? Abai says that, that his aim, the woman who raised him, Nanny taught him, woman who raised him, that, he, that someone who has it should take the cure on the third, seventh, and twelfth day until he's healed. Should all be taken on an empty stomach. That's a typical prescription. But for this illness of Achilu, after eating and drinking and going to the bathroom, uh, going into the bathroom, clearing out his system and washing his hands, they bring a lentil porridge with some old wine, mix that all together, let him eat it, then rest on a sheet until he falls asleep, and don't wake him up, let him wake up by himself. When he does wake up, pull away that sheet. If not, then the illness will come back. Next, Elio told Reb Nossin that one should eat a third of his fullness, drink a third, and leave over a third. So this way, when someone gets angry, and we see that anger fills up one's stomach, 
the anger will fill the last third and he'll be full. Otherwise, the anger will burst the stomach. Next, Rav Chia teaches us, if someone wants that he, is, he shouldn't have stomach pains, he should always have dips in the summer and in the winter. If you're being nana from Masuda, reach out with your right hand and never hold it in when you need to use the bathroom. Using the right hand means don't fill up your entire stomach. Eat till you're not hungry, not until you're full. Next, Marukva tells us, if someone drinks bad wine, bad white wine, that can make him weak. This Vitak sickness. Chista says that there are 60 types of wine. The best is an aromatic red wine, and the worst is this bad white wine. Yehuda says that if someone sits in the morning by of Nisan next to a fire and he coats himself in oil and then he sits in the sun, he will become weak. But this Vitak. Next to Gemara tells us that after Hakozas Dam of bloodletting, which was a common medical practice in those days, if he immediately goes and has Tashma Shamita, he'll have weak children. If both he and his wife just had given blood and then they have Tashmish, they'll have very weak children. Bali Rason. If Papa says that's only if they didn't eat anything in between. But if they did, then there's no problem. Rabbi of Huna says if someone comes from the road and immediately has Tashmish, he'll have weak children. Next the Gemara says if someone comes from the bathroom you should wait the shear of Hansi Mill before having Tashmish because there's a shade that lives in the bathroom that that is contained in him. If he does have Tashmish and doesn't wait this Hansi Mill, he could have children with epilepsy. Next the Gemara says if someone has Tashmish standing up, he can be possessed with this illness of obvious. Sitting down, he could get this delaria, which is a swelling of a stomach. If she's on top and he's below, he can get delaria. What is the cure for delaria? Rabbi Shuman Levi says, cure is dardira. And Abai explains, it's murika de chuchi of thorns. Papa says that you chew it up and spit it out, Rev. Oh, and swallow it. Well, Rev. Puppy, Rev. Puppy says to chew it up and spit it out. Abaye says, if someone doesn't have the koyach to have tashmish, they should bring him three kapizi, these containers full of kurtimi dechari, which was grown in uh, earth fertilized by sheep excrement. They should crush it up and cook it in wine for him to drink. Rabbi Yechanan says that this is what gave me my youthful health. Next, the Gemara says there are three things that weaken a person's health. They are fear, the road, traveling, and sin. And we have psukim for each one. For fear, the Pasuk says, The derech, we learn from Onno by derech koichi. And Ovoin Averis from the Pasuk of Kosha ba'avoini koichi. There are three things are unhealthy for the body of a person. Eating, standing up, drinking, standing up, 
or Tashma standing up. There are five things that are closer to death than to life. Number one, eating and immediately standing up, drinking and standing up, letting bloodletting and standing up, sleeping and standing up right away, and having Tashmash and standing up. There are six things. Someone does them right away, consecutively, he'll die. And they are, if someone comes from the road and he's tired, he lets blood, goes into the bathhouse, gets drunk, lies on the ground, and has Tashmash. Yochanan says, it's only if you do it in that order. Abaye says, if he does it in that order, he'll die. If he does it out of order, he'll only be weakened. There was someone named Meuras who did this to his slave. And he died after three of them. Not six of these steps. The Gemara says the Muras was exceptionally weak. And that's why he died after three. The Gemara says that there are eight things that are mostly harsh, bad, and a little bit good. They are the road. It's good to do a little bit of it. Traveling. Derech Eretz, having Tashmish. Number three is Oisher, wealth. Number four is Malacha. Five is wine. Six is sleep. Seven is um, hot water, the bathing and drinking it. And eight is bloodletting. There are eight things that decrease one's zera. They are salt, hunger, zaras, crying, sleeping on the ground, coriander, hops out of season, and bloodletting on the bottom half of one's body. The Bryce says that just like bloodletting on the bottom half of one's body is bad for him, so too. On the flip side, bloodletting on the top half of his body is that much better for his health. If Papa says that the bottom half of one's body is below his baitsim and above is on top of his baitsim. Hops out of season is bad, but hops in season is that much better for one's health. If Papa says that it's Zman is Tammuz, and out of season is Teves. In between, in uh, Nisan or Tishrei, that's not good or bad for one's health. Now, back in our Mishnah, we had said that if someone tells his wife, or tells a shliach to write a get for his wife, and then this Kordaikushe takes him over, he loses his mind, and then his mind returns. And now he says, or rather, while he's insane, he says, oh, never mind, don't write her a get. So we don't listen to his instructions while he is in a state of insanity. Shimon ben Lakish tells us in the Gemara that even in his state of insanity, you give the get even while he's yelling not to because that's what he said to do while he was sane. Abirhanan says that you wait until he heals to deliver the get and follow through on his original instructions. Why does Rish Lakish say to deliver it while he's insane? Well, because the mission says that we don't listen to his last words at all while he's insane. It doesn't matter that he's yelling not to deliver it. Rabbi Yochanan says, when Hamishnah says that we don't listen to his last words, that's when he won't be getting better. But really, you only write, you only cancel the get when he gets better, when he heals. What's the Mechlaikas? Rishlokish looks at this state of insanity as 
him being on pause, like he's sleeping. So wait till he wakes up. Rabbi Yechonon looks at it like he is a shaita. Why doesn't Rabbi Yechonon say it's like he's sleeping? Because when someone's sleeping, he's not mechusar maisa. But this person is actually mechusar maisa in his state of insanity. Yeshlakish doesn't want to say he has the din of a shaita. Because there's no cure for someone who loses his mind. But here we do have a cure for this shade. We have meat roasted on coals with undiluted wine. With diluted wine, rather. The Gemara asks, does Rabbi Yechanan really hold that while he's possessed as the din of a shaita? If Yudam Ashmal told us that if someone has both of his simonim cut, so he's dying, or most of his simonim, his trachea and esophagus, and he, while he's in this state, he gestures, he signals to write a get for his wife. So they do. Similarly, if they see someone is being chopped up, or he's hanging on the gallows and he gestures to write a get for his wife, they write the get for him. That's enough. So he doesn't have the din of a shaita. The Gemara says you can't compare it. When the guy is dying physically, he's still 100% mentally there, so his instruction is valid. Over here, the person lost his mind, so you can't trust what he's saying. The Gemara challenges uh, Shmuel, because if you don't, Omar Shmuel said, that if someone has both of his simonim cut, or most of it, and then he disappears, you can testify that he's dead. Ah, uh, you just said that he can be sending a get to his wife in that state. He says, yeah, he's alive for a little bit, but you can testify a little while later that he's dead. Aye, then shouldn't someone have to go to the Mikolot for that? If it's a definite death? We learned in a bride, so that if someone shechts both or roiv simonim, he doesn't go to Gullus. So the Gemara says there are two reasons why he may not go to Gullus for that. Either we're worried that he didn't kill him, it was the wind that did the actual killing, or... He just quickened his death. The nafkamina would be if he shechts the simonim of this person in a marble room where there's no wind. Or he shechted him outside, but the person wasn't being makar of his own death. He wasn't moving at all. Now, our Mishnah had said that if the husband is mute, then you ask him questions to confirm that he really wants to gesture. He means by his gestures to write a get for his wife. The Gemara said, maybe we should be choshish that he has some sort of a spasm that he automatically shakes his head no or yes and he's not actually telling you to deliver a get. So says, you switch off yes and no and yes and no questions. I Maybe that's what his twitch is. He says, okay, so you do it random. You do one no question and then two yes questions. The baby Schmalls taught you ask this mute questions about the summer and the winter or the winter and the summer. Now, it doesn't mean that you offer him a blanket in the winter because maybe he's just cold or maybe he's hot and he, he wants an ice pop, even though it's the winter. And you ask him about the fruit and taste his clarifies that you don't ask him if he wants a peach because maybe he does want a peach when it's not peach season. You ask him if he wants to go fruit picking. And if he agrees with that, then you know that it's not just a twitch, and when he gestures to deliver a get to his wife, 
That's what he really means. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.